Welcome to Psychic Cowgirl Radio with Shannon Lackman. Practical, insightful conversations to empower and inspire you on your personal journey. From her cattle ranch in Alberta, this sassy psychic cowgirl uses her connections to universal energies to guide you to greater awareness and wisdom. morning everybody welcome to the show this morning it's been another you know busy day in my world which just seems par for the course i guess so yesterday here where i live we got the news that we get a lot more restrictions because of covid because it's um putting Stress and pressure on our frontline healthcare workers, and so we go to online schooling starting Friday, and a bunch more restrictions. So, as you can imagine, the energy in my world is busy. It's chaotic um, because I can feel what people are feeling, and you know it's hard. It it doesn't matter what you believe or what you think is true, this is all messy and hard. Like, And I just read a post a few days ago from one of my family members, and they you know, were talking about how everybody has their thoughts and opinions and try you know, to be kind to one another was kind of the direction she was going. And I, I agree. It's, it's hard for everybody. There's no one this isn't hard for, and it's it's easy or it um, it's kind of human nature to lash out when you're frustrated and when you're angry, and we just have to try to be a little more aware of our why. Why are we lashing out and feel what we're feeling and process it because, you know, we are not always good at processing what we're feeling. And this is, you know, one of the ways that you can boost your intuition by feel what you're feeling and work it through. So one of the common issues I work with people, my clients, friends, family, anybody that will listen almost, (laughs) is how to – they always ask, how do I be more intuitive? How do I listen to my intuition? How do I know it's intuition? It's common. And it doesn't, you know, even though I've been teaching this, practicing this, doing this for years and years and years, it actually never ever gets old when I get a sign or a validation. And I love it. But that is also how you develop it. We don't trust ourselves. That's our biggest stumbling block to our intuition. It's trusting ourselves. So back to, you know, we got the news last night, and I was actually helping somebody with scholarships because that is my life right now. If you are on my Psychic Cowgirl fan page, please find my post about my son applying for a scholarship because one of the pieces is voting. And he worked really hard on his video and he's got big plans for his future. 
I just have to figure out how to pay for it, which part of the deal, right? That's why my world is scholarships. And so I'm also helping his friends and some other kids I know with scholarships. Anyway, so we were doing that, and um, you know, the announcement came over because we were also trying to plan a graduation, and we had a grad meeting later that night, so we were all wanting to know the announcements because right now we can't do what we want to do. And, you know, that's just how it is. And you can be angry and frustrated because that's legitimate. We are angry and frustrated. But then you have to figure out how to work through the anger and frustration so that you can be okay. And realistically, being okay is kind of the bar right now. (laughs) Thriving would be better but some days being okay should be our goal. And at our grad meeting, we came up with some other ideas on how to, you know, so this is the parent part. The school does their part, and we're doing the parent part. And I am in charge of the program, and I have this amazing program planned. So was I disappointed when it looks like we can't do it? Yes. Absolutely. Because, Working with the kids, I miss being a 4-H leader for that part. Working with the kids makes me happy, and helping the kids succeed makes me happy. And not just kids. Helping, that's why I'm busy with clients. I want everyone to succeed, and if I can help you, I will. Um, And so this all came down, and I give us parents kudos because we're frustrated, but we're still taking the time to try to figure out how we can make it happen and do better, right? And so, yeah, this morning, and I was tuning in to see what to talk about, and I went through a whole roller coaster of emotions and totally pivoted what I was going to talk about because I was going to address frustration and anger because the other thing is when I did the energy clearing last Thursday, when I did my energy clearing poll, I had frustration and I had anger as two, like that were your two choices. And the voting was so close that I combined them. Holy hay crops. It was a big energy clearing. I think that one took me almost two hours. I hear you. I get it. So you didn't get a poll this week because we're obviously doing that one again. (laughs) Feeling frustration and anger is not bad. What is bad is trying to tamp it down and not feeling what you're feeling and find a way to vent it out. You know I'm always preaching, find a way to vent out your frustration and anger because otherwise it will manifest and maybe in ways you don't want to, right? We, and we do it. We're human. We do it. We lash out. And maybe then we have some regrets about lashing out, right? I mean... We're all human and we're all trying to figure this out and making sense of our world. It's not always easy. It's just it's just where we're at right now. And so, yeah, as I went through all the emotions of, you know, trying to figure out what to talk about, and then I thought, you know what? So, again, back to the anger and frustration was I surprised that the number was so high when I did that clearing and it took so long? No. Was I discouraged and a little bit not 
upset, but I was like, okay, I have work to do for my people. That's how I decided to look at it. And then I also had last week a client. Um, I, I had something I was percolating, and I was like, okay, I kind of need someone to try this on to see how it would go. And as the universe provides, I had someone contact me about a session, and it was perfect. I'm like, oh, my goodness, can I, can I do this? And it was intense. I'm, it was a great, big, deep energy clearing because wa- where the energy was taking me was helping this great, big, deep energy clearing that I have talked about um, a couple times now helps clear your spidey senses so that your intuition is clearer. Now, I don't have all the details worked out about it yet because I'm still working with my client, and it took me like five hours to do that energy clearing because it was so deep. And I have a conversation planned with her to check into her energy to see, you know, if there's some pieces I need to still dig at because then when I checked like after letting it run for a few days and then I give you a break and then I check it to see if all the clearings I did held or if I missed pieces and we need to do them again. And they all held. I was pretty delighted because I want this to succeed. (laughs) I want to be able to help you figure out your life. And so I'm pretty excited about that. The... um, hold up I have before like launching it as an offer is figuring out how much time it's going to take me and then pricing it accordingly because there's that energy exchange, right? But wow. I mean, I've done the whole thing on my family, this big deep one, and I'm impressed with the results, but I also need to practice on other people. So yeah, that was amazing. That was amazing, and it will absolutely help with anger and frustration because it's when we when you do the one on one energy clearing with me, it's just me and you. Or and we added family members to this one because I wanted to make sure that I could do like a deep, comprehensive energy clearing. So it's really fascinating to me, fascinating. And so yeah, because. It's amazing how many emotions and thoughts and feelings we can go through in like 20 minutes, right? <laughs> I was getting ready to figure out the podcast this morning. Oh, but then I got distracted. So, yeah, I haven't talked about my cows yet, so let's do that. Good news. My other Highland Pasture Ornament had her baby. Oh, my gosh, he's so cute and fuzzy. I have to take good pictures because I keep going out to check and forgetting my phone to take pictures. And so I'm pretty happy about that. And then um, <laughs> this morning, getting kids are getting ready to school. My oldest son, the one that you should vote for, the scholarship, by the way, just throwing that out there. And he was eating his breakfast, and I look out, and we have um, one of his 4-H cows on the lawn with a few calves as company. Now, for those of you that have never worked with cows or, you know, don't have hands-on or up close and personal, baby calves run like the wind. Mm-hmm. So if they're spooked, they run. 
they're gone. Tails in the air, and it's the cutest thing, except when they're on your lawn and you need them to go through a gate. Us cowgirls are very strategic. This is where, you know, intuition comes in awfully handy. So my son and I went out. And he took care of the cows. It's one of his 4-H cows. And you can't chase 4-H animals. Bless their hearts. They're pampered. They're led around. Like chasing them, they get swore at a lot. (laughs) And so he grabs her, pushes her back through the gate. All excellent. And we laughed because good thing it was Iris. And then it's the baby calves, and so we have to stop because you can't, you don't want to spook them because they'll run the completely wrong direction. And so the calves did run away, but luckily they ran to where there is a bit of a fence, but there was an opening to go further on the lawn. And then, like, it was actually kind of perfect where they kind of went to because one of us could, like, stand and make sure they didn't run towards the road. And then I went around and opened up a different gate and then chased the calves back. It was pretty funny. And as an added bonus for my other animals, our little Manx cat took full advantage of um, my son being outside and went and ate his breakfast. Yep, good times. My other son was just getting out of the shower, so he saw that. But did he put the bowl, move the bowl? No. But I will give him credit for telling his brother that the cat did that so his brother didn't come eat it, and then he tells him later, you know, a little brother revenge thing kind of to do. So, yeah. So we had happy cats, and we did have upset cows. Iris thought the long grass was way tastier than the pasture grass. But, yeah. So it was a busy morning, and I also have a baby calf to bottle feed because one cow had twins. Yeah, I think I talked about it already because the twins are huge, and I spent hours trying to figure out if it was a twin. Anyways, yes, it is. And so we have the twin who's got a mama, a heifer, who her calf did, calving didn't go well, and so she, her milk, she has milk, so she's not doesn't have enough, though, and so we're also supplementing with the bottle. And this calf, I should take a picture of her. She is huge. Like, you would never think she was a twin. And so I'd, more adventures this week. I went out to feed her one morning, and I had to take my mom to an appointment, so I was on a time crunch. And I find a bull locked himself behind two gates. And it wasn't the bull that's snotty. It was the nice bull. Good. But then the grouchy bull was, like, wondering what I was doing and thought he should help me. And I'm like, yeah, no. So I have had to roast my kids up early and come out to do farm chores So maybe them being on online school will be helpful to me. (laughs) I don't know. Trying to find some positives in it because it's all hard, right? So, yeah, it's been an adventure with the animals this week, and we so desperately need rain for the grass to go, to grow. It's looking a little bleak, but that can change in an instant. So there you have it. So, yeah, this is So I didn't get everything posted and organized and then trying to do all that. But isn't that our life? We always have so many things going on, so many things. So when you have all those things, how do you tune into your intuition? Okay, 
So using my example this morning, I will stand up straight and tall, and I will actually wiggle my energy, like jump around a bit so that I get my energy flowing. And I ground myself, visualizing the big deep roots that I talk about in guided meditations when we do the chakra balancing, which we will do today. And I ground my energy first. And then I ground it. And then for me, I kind of reach out. I do have clairvoyance, clairaudience, clairsentience. I can tap into all the clairs. So my my go-to, though, is definitely clairsentience. I feel out the situation, but I'm also visually scanning and then listening. It's interesting to me. So my husband will go out and do stuff, and he loves audiobooks. And he'll be out working in around the ranch do, doing stuff, and he'll ha- always have his audiobook in. And I tried doing that. I can't handle it. I need my spidey senses. I need my hearing. It's interesting to me. It made me feel a little bit claustrophobic to not be able to use my clairaudience. So test yourself because knowing your clairs, like if you have inner knowing, which we all do to some degree, and develop it. Do you see things? Do you have vivid dreams? That can be a sign of clairvoyance. Do you like get that inner knowing where you just know stuff? Do you hear like a soft, intuitive voice? Or will overhearing songs and conversations give you messages? Again, that's something you have to figure out for yourself. Where is your go-to energy for tuning in? So if you seriously want to know something, what is your process? I guarantee you you have one. You just don't trust it. Because we don't trust ourselves. We are so hard on ourselves, right? That's just how we roll. Like human nature again. And so cultivating self-awareness and and using that knowledge and that energies to boost your intuition is guaranteed to work. You're also going to end up building your resilience and building your inner strength. But don't think that doing all of this, you're always going to be kind of peaceful and life is going to be easier. It's going to be easier in some ways. You're still going to get the challenges, though. Being intuitive and able to tune in doesn't mean you don't get the challenges, that you see them coming in avert like avert them crisis avoided that's not what happens you still get them absolutely because we're here for learning and soul growth but you can navigate them with a little more grace and it doesn't mean that you don't have a hissy fit or get all worked up and upset absolutely absolutely and but you Figure out your processes to work through it so then you can get the clarity, right? And, you know, we all we all are, like, dealing with so much because when we're in an energy of uncertainty, like we all are, it's like we're always scanning or we're always trying to figure out what to do. And we need to balance that with the quiet time where you don't worry if you can. You just take that time to be, or if you can't 
just be in the quiet thing isn't like that's not your thing doing something that lifts your energy that makes you happy right like i go pet all my horses and enjoy their smell and their nuzzling and their fighting for my attention because well i am the keeper of the apple treats so i do bribe them absolutely And the more you are aware of your world, the more your intuition will work for you. Self-awareness and aware of what's happening in your world is really key. That's why I'm always preaching it. Self-awareness leads to self-mastery. You are amazing and you are unique. It's so fun working on scholarships with these kids because what I'm doing is I'm actually reading their energy to figure out how they can present themselves in a manner that will get them the money because they're all unique and they all have different um, ways of being in the world and they approach their world differently and their lives are all different even if you know they're all in grade 12, but still they're all unique. And so that's the part I'm enjoying is finding, you know, what's special and cool about this particular student that they can use to get the money. We'll see how it goes. Pretty fun. I'm pretty excited for them, too. And, you know, some of the scholarships and stuff, like we're getting the community involved, like for my son in the voting one, because we all need something positive to happen to help us keep hope right? Because sometimes it's just super hard. And having things to look forward to is important. Or when you can help somebody else achieve their goal, and it's no detriment to you, right? Because you don't want to help somebody else and then have you suffer for it, right? Like, that's not what we're about, and that's not what we're suggesting. We, I say we, me and your spirit guides, that often happens, but find like find ways to boost your own energy and guided imagery. I'm always going to promote that because that is the best way to get your intuition happening, to get clarity, and write down, write down what you see in your guided imagery. If you know, go through the whole process. Like when we balance our chakras today, see what you feel. See what I did there? So see what you see, hear what you hear, feel what you feel, and know what you know. And then after we're done, make notes. Because you are always getting signs and symbols and coincidences and synchronicities. And if your root chakra is out of balance, you're probably extra worried about money. You're probably extra worried, I mean, Granted, we're always worried about money. That seems to be a status quo, right? But it's when you're worried where it becomes a sabotage rather than uh, find solutions, right? That's that's the difference when it becomes like a bit obsessive and and a distraction. Like energetically, when it feels cluttery rather than, okay, I have this problem, give myself a nice breath in, and I need to figure out how to solve it. Because you also know that's when the good info comes in, things that you didn't think of. Those of you that are clairaudient, 
that's how come a deep conversation with someone you trust gives you so much insights. It's because you need the sound. And for those of you that have that, again, sometimes listening to great music is what balances you. I have a, my dog is busy barking because they're the power line people or trimming trees for the power lines, and he feels that I need big protecting, and they're just making him unhappy, but they're almost done. I mean, it is his job to protect us, but poor guy. He's working a little extra today and yesterday. Okay, so give yourself a nice breath in. So, trusting your messages. I mean, hindsight, right? How often do you go, oh, I kind of knew that. Practice. It's all them down. Tell somebody, and then when they come true, because each time you practice it with awareness and the messages come true, it becomes second nature. I can tune in anytime, anywhere, and get information for people. I shut it down, and I purposely don't a lot of the times because I don't want to be on, for lack of a better word to describe it. But when I want to go check my cows, I use it all the time. Again, yesterday, I have a heifer that I was waiting for and went to check the cows, and I couldn't find her. And sometimes it's just you miss them because you're distracted, you're not paying attention and so it's like when you lose something and you look someplace and then it's there the next time you look and it's either because you know somebody was messing with you and moved it and then put it back or your your energy was distracted enough that you didn't see it the first time happens to us all the time use that as a way to practice your awareness and your knowing and your tuning in and so we searched and searched for this heifer, and then we uh, drove up beside a thick forest, and we could just see a glimpse of her through the trees. And so then we went and checked, and she had a cute little baby. Pretty excited. But energetically, because I was tuning in and purposely tuning in, I knew how to figure out how to find her. And it doesn't mean that you know everything instantly. Here's something else that people don't always um, understand. Your spidey senses will take you on a journey. So, again, to my cow yesterday, I knew I wanted to find this heifer, and so I mix practical information with tuning in. So wanting to find this heifer doesn't mean I immediately get a picture or a feeling or a knowing of where she is. But what I can do is follow the energy threads, and I know where to look, and I know not to give up. Like, it's a lot of times more of a journey than a great big grand in-your-face message. It's like putting puzzle pieces together. And the reason it is that way is because when you figure things out your own self rather than someone specifically telling you, it means more. 
when you're getting a good reading, they will give you information about what could happen, but they will also plant seeds and help you figure it out yourself. So you get those ahas and knowings. Even though lots of times I know and I know where I'm trying to guide you to understand, I want you to get it. And so that's what your soul will take you on these intuitive journeys, let's call them, where you're like figuring out a puzzle. And so I set the goal that I wanted to find this heifer to see if she had a baby. And it took me a lot of places, and it was so much fun because, of course, there's lots of babies to look at. And I had the young lady with me that I was working on scholarships with. And so we were... We had so much fun, and then we did find her. But we had fun, right? And your intuition does want you to have fun. Like, it's, it's part of the gift of it. So be gentle with yourself and figure out your guidance system. I'm always going to preach that. Always, always, always. Okay, oh, see? I kept chatting, 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 and... Okay, so we have 27 minutes left, so let's go ahead and do our guided imagery. Because my energy is bumpy today, because I'm feeling what everybody's feeling, I'm actually doing a pre-recorded one. We're going to do the breeze progressive imagery, and then we're going to do the chakra balancing. So I'm just going to say, give yourself a minute, and let's go. Becoming aware of breathing, just notice it for a few moments. Take these moments to gently focus on the breath. Then, let's take three big deep breaths as deeply as possible, beginning to release and then letting go. These are the breaths that signal it's time to go within. Three big, deep breaths. Breathe in calm. Breathe out stress. Breathing deeply. Deeply breathing. Now, as the normal... Natural breathing begins occurring. Imagine a gentle, warm, balmy breeze as it wafts around. Wafting around your head, your neck, your shoulders. And with every breath, as the breeze continues to move gently around, there's a gently and easily releasing and a letting go feeling going on, becoming more and more comfortable with every breath. Across the upper back and circling around through the chest, a warm and nurturing feeling as this breeze continues to comfort down both arms, hands, and fingers, releasing 
and letting go. And with every breath taken, perhaps there may begin to be some wondering. Is it a breathing of the breeze? Or is the breeze breathing me? With every breath, the breeze continues circling around through the mid-back and around through the solar plexus. Every breath drifting deeper now. The gentle sensations of this warm, balmy breeze as it continues around through the lower back and circling around through the belly, releasing and letting go. As you are coming more and more comfortable with every breath, this lovely breeze continues moving around, around thighs, knees, calves and ankles, and around through your feet, now and with every breath, becoming completely and thoroughly comfortable, calm, and at ease, being at one with the breeze, and this breeze still gently Easily moving all around and all through so that at five, four, three, two, one, zero, deeply, deeply, deeply relaxed, deeply relaxed. This is a meditation to balance and cleanse our chakras. I'd like you to sit up straight, have your feet flat on the floor, nothing crossed. Give yourself a nice breath in and out. I would like you to visualize or imagine deep, thick roots growing out the bottom of your feet, deep, deep into Mother Earth. Feel yourself grounding and connecting with Mother Earth with those deep, thick roots. Nice breath in and out. Now, imagine or visualize a white ball of energy coming up from each of those roots into the bottom of your feet. Visualize or imagine those balls of light traveling up your leg. You may feel a warm tingling sensation. Move those balls of light up your leg, through your shin, past your knees, up your thighs, higher, higher, and then both balls of white light are going to join together at your root chakra, at your pelvis. Your root chakra deals with feelings and energies of having the right to be here. The root chakra is symbolized as red. I want you to imagine or visualize a red ball. Symbolism is personal, but I want you to have something that you're focusing on. So if it's a red ball, I want you to start spinning it until it's bright, shiny, shiny red. Right now it may look cloudy or dirty. It may be really big or it may be really small. I want you to spin this ball of energy until it's shiny, bright, sparkly red, 
spinning, spinning. The root chakra deals with energies of money, career, home, needs, and possessions. So it's really important to have this one balanced. I want you to spin it, spin it, spin it until it's bright and shiny. If you are having trouble visualizing or imagining, Archangel Raphael will be there to help you. Archangel Raphael is also going to vacuum away all the cruddy energy that comes off your chakras. So spinning, spinning, spinning. We like to give this one a really good cleanse. Spin it just a smidge more. Fantastic. You are doing great. Okay. Now this one is all shiny clean and it's in your body. Again, there's no way to do this wrong. Now I want you to move up to your sacral chakra, which is located midway between your pelvis and the base of your spine. This one's an orange ball of light. I want you to spin that one. This is where we have our feelings and emotions. Let's spin that one until it's bright, shiny orange. This is where we are able to set boundaries when we have this one balanced. Feeling joy. Let's really spin that one and give it a nice big cleanse. Spinning, 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 spinning. For all of us that have trouble saying no at times, you can feel why it would be important to have this one balanced. Excellent. Give it a few more spins until it's bright, shiny orange. You guys are doing fabulous. Okay, now that that one feels good, move up again to our solar plexus chakra. This one is the yellow one. This one is where we can make choices, we set our intentions through this one, and have our will to do things. It involves self-direction, self-esteem, and the power of transformation. So let's spin this yellow light until it's bright, shiny, and Sparkly clean. Spinning, spinning. Nice. Focus on spinning that one a little more. Perfect. I can feel all the energies flying off to be vacuumed away. We're going to feel so good after this. All right. So now that that one's all shiny, let's move up to our heart chakra. This one's green. This one deals with love, and I give, I care, forgiveness, generosity. So let's spin this heart chakra until it's shiny green and infused with sparkles. We want to have a pretty heart chakra. And spinning, 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 spinning. Fabulous. Keep spinning that one. You're doing great. Spin it some more. Feels like everybody's is nice and sparkly, shiny. Okay, great. Now that that one's back in place, let's move up to our throat chakra. This one is blue. We're going to spin that ball of light energy until it's shiny. This is the one where we have expression, where we listen, where we can communicate. It's all about using our voice. So let's spin, spin, spin this one. 
we can communicate clearly. Spinning, spinning, fantastic. If you find that your throat chakra feels out of balance often, grab a sodalite or a lapis lazuli. Those stones will really help with that. I wear them when doing the radio show. It's really, really helpful. Okay, let's spin that one just a little bit more. You're doing fantastic. Okay, now that that one's all clean, let's move up to our third eye chakra located in our foreheads. This one has to do with telepathy, intuition, imagination, visualizing, all that good stuff that you've been doing. So this one is the darker purple color, and we're going to spin it until it's very sparkly. Nice. Keep spinning. Our intuition's located here, so we like to have this one clean so we can get our messages, right? Keep spinning. Excellent. Spinning, spinning. Perfect. Kate, now that it's nice and shiny, clean, deep, deep purple. I see a lot of yours as deep, deep purple. Beautiful. Okay, let's move up to our crown chakra located at the top of our head. Now, this one is a pale violet, or you might see it as clear. We're going to spin that ball of light until it's bright, shiny, clean, and sparkly. This is where our psychic and intuitive abilities can be found. Our faith, our connection to the divine, ability to trust life, values, ethics, courage. Lots of stuff happened in this crown chakra. So let's spin that one until it's really, really clean. Excellent. Great, you guys have been working on this. This one was pretty clean. Okay, so let's put that one where it's supposed to go. And remember, there's no way to do this wrong. Just the act of listening to my voice and doing this exercise will create the energies and it will happen. It's as simple as that. Let's visualize or imagine that ball of light again, just right above your, your head. And then you're going to move it down, down through your face, down through your neck, down through your chest, down through your, your pelvis. That ball of light is going to break into two, and each ball of light is going to go down your thighs, past your knees. You're going to feel refreshed, able to focus. You're going to have a lot of clarity after this meditation. Continue sending that ball of light through your, past your knees, down your shins, and out the bottoms of your feet and ground you deep, deep, deep into Mother Earth. And then you can bring your awareness back to the room, back to your body. Meditation is about doing what feels natural to you. You're letting the energy do the work. It takes a little trust, takes a little faith, but if you practice it, you can come back to this meditation anytime and replay it. Have an excellent day. Whew, that felt great. I love a good chakra balancing. So awesome. Okay, so if you are struggling 
to trust your intuition or struggling to figure it out, I'm going to highly recommend having a soul session with me, and we'll see what we can do. Um, You can go to my website to check it out and to send me money, and then I will call you and we will book it. Um, All the offerings are in Canadian dollars, so if you are living elsewhere, you probably get a deal or pay more, depending on where, I guess. I don't know. I'm not sure what the exchange rates are. So, yeah. It was interesting. Um, I can feel which one of my chakras is out of balance when I do that meditation, and then I feel a little bit jittery after, and I know which one I need to balance. It is my sacral one that I need to balance, and so if that happened to you, do some things to balance that chakra. Google. See what jumps out at you. I love Googling. And then um, you'll get some tips and ideas. And then see. So if you are clairvoyant, lots of times when you're Googling things, words will kind of jump or dance off the page. Does that happen to any of you? And no, your eyes aren't playing tricks on you. It's one of your ways of getting messages. (laughs) Sometimes they seem bolder to me, or sometimes they actually seem to shout. Yeah. It's really interesting, and that's one of your ways to get messages. Um, Or if you're clairaudient and you're reading words, when you read them and they're in your mind, that certain word will be louder. Again, pay attention. You do have this. And if you need some support and help, you can book a session with me. I'm still working on a lot of scholarships for a lot of kids, but I do fit sessions in too, depending on what's happening. All right. So we're at the last few minutes, so I'm going to go and check my cows. So I'm sending you all a hug and wishing that you have... Wednesday with some wisdom. I don't know. feels bumpy in my area right now, so I'm going to send a blessing and maybe do an energy clearing for everybody. We'll see how it goes. Anyways, um, big hugs. I'm not sure how this is going to go with my kids moving to online schooling. Sometimes we all have to share the Internet. Um I'll figure something out, though, and then I'll keep you posted on what's happening with this podcast. So big hugs and a nice blessing and uh, sending you all the energy to boost your own intuition. Bye-bye. You have been listening to Psychic Cowgirl Radio with Shannon Lackman. Practical, insightful conversations to empower you on your personal journey. To connect with Shannon directly, visit PsychicCowgirl.com. That's P-S-Y-C-H-I-C-C-O-W-G-I-R-L.com. dot com.